It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network, if you dare. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. We're extremely lucky. None of the poison made it past the valve. Kate was on the Mercury when it took fire from a rage ambush. She was wounded. How badly was she hit? I'm afraid it's rather serious, my friend. I know you want to be there, but you have to think of the overall picture, Horace. Has anyone heard from Nelson? Good morning. I was just telling Detective Farnsworth about the shooting. Let's run a stolen vehicle check on the make and model of the van. We'll also request info on any van stolen within the past week that matches our make and model. Maybe we'll get lucky. Nelson, how is Agent Hawk? She's stable at Water Reed. All I know is that she's in an induced coma to help stabilize her. So, did they confirm that the would-be assassin was a Hongan? Without a doubt. And like most of those lowlifes, he passed himself off as a filly I just can't believe it. I can't either, Kelly. You said she got caught in a gang of crossfire? Uh-oh. What's up? It's about his daughter, Kelly. She's going to Walter Reed to see Kate, who isn't there. And now, episode 85, The Great Ruse. If Kelly finds out the truth, Pyramid will have his hands full with that wildcat. Kelly is the kind of person who will stop at nothing until she gets the right answer. Or what she perceives to be the right answer. I know Kate worried about her all the time. She was always snooping around. Sounds like she's the one who should have become the detective. Maybe while the coast is clear here, you can call Horace and see if there are any updates. You've reached Horace Hawk. Sorry I can't come to the phone now. Probably because the fish are biting right about now. Please leave a short message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. This is Nelson. Call me back at your earliest convenience. We need to know Kelly's status. Thanks. It went straight to voicemail. It's probably on the road. I'm going to text Pyramid and make sure he knows. All right. But keep in mind, we have a big case on our hands. There's not much we can do about her sister. Soren, catch up with Farnsworth. Once he runs those checks, I want you to follow up on any theft reports. If nothing turns up... Go back to the site where the van was found and do some local canvassing. Will do. Nelson, text me if you find out anything further on Kelly. Will do. All right, I've texted Pierman. So, back to the bombing. I'm going to reach out to some fellow demolition experts in Europe to see if there's been any kind of unusual activity. I'll also recheck with our IDF contacts in Johannesburg. Good. I'm on my way to the lab now. Maybe we'll get lucky. Hey, you know this could get ugly with Kelly. Horace is going to have a lot explaining to do. I don't think she'll be able to get past the gate if she went to Walter Reed. I wouldn't worry too much. We have one of our people embedded there. I'm sure there's a backup plan in place. Let's hope so. If she finds out that Kate isn't there, things could get ugly. Well, like Tracy said, it's out of our hands and we have a case to solve. Hey, it's Horace. He says... At the Roosevelt, step, taking the D.C. step from Martin State. 
will advise upon arrival. Let's hope he gets there before her. If that's where she's going. Where else would she go? I don't know, maybe Homeland. She might try to go and talk to Kate's boss. Well, I, I wouldn't worry. I don't think she'd get through the doors there either. So let's get back to work. We got a bomber to catch. Gentlemen, take a seat. Ellie, open monitor. Start Galaza briefing. Galaza? I thought it was pronounced Galaza. As in your world, Agent Barnes, Caribbean or Caribbean. This is the mining planet Galaza. It is somewhat smaller than your Earth, Agent. And as you have been briefed earlier, it is five-sixths the size of the Earth. It does have a breathable atmosphere and it sustains life. The intelligent life is a very diminutive human. As you can see here, they are quite similar in stature to some of the pygmy tribes of your South America and are advanced similar to your peoples of the early 1800s. Do they possess any kind of weapon? Nothing beyond slings, spears, and bow and arrows. It's amazing how similar we all are, even though we come from different worlds, even developing the same tools. I suppose it's the law of natural selection, Captain Nate. Whatever works best and most efficient will survive. If a species develops in the water, it's likely it will have gills to breathe and fins to propel itself. Which uh, brings up uh, another question. Is there anything there that uh, goes bump in the night? I'm afraid I don't quite follow you, Agent Barnes. He doesn't like spiders and snakes. You need not concern yourself. There are poisonous plants and some lower life forms that bite and scratch, but nothing like you have experienced on Earth. Now, let's concern ourselves with the task at hand, shall we? Now, this is the latest satellite view we have of the mining facility. As you can see, it's in a mountainous terrain. Are there any suitable landing areas for the bat? Or my ship? We have reconnoitered a couple of sites for the bat. Captain Jocko, you'll determine which is best for you. The easy sites are much farther from the mines. The more difficult sites will put you close to their facility. As for the Mercury, your ships won't be landing, Captain Nate. Wait a minute. I'm just going to sit out there like a big fat target while these two go to the surface? They have torpedoed you once already. You are considered hostile. You will hold short of the territorial space of Galaza. Our headquarters has received a communication from Lister. He is claiming sovereignty over the planet and says he will attack any vessel entering their territorial space. So I'm going to bait them to come out there while Jocko sneaks in. Our intel shows that they have only a squadron of six fighters at the facility. We expect them to send at least three out to you. We are sure that as long as you do not breach their space, he will not attack. You mean like he didn't attack us at the Capaldi Belt? He claims you were ambushing his main ship and fired in self-defense. That's rich. Those fighters were laying low just waiting for us to pass. It was a setup. Nonetheless, he's told us what he will do, and we have no reason to believe otherwise. Now to the battle plan. Jocko, you'll enter orbit and land in Sector 5 Alpha while Nate approaches in the main shipping lane. Good afternoon. Hold on. Got my ID card right here. Thank you, Colonel. Do you know where to go? Actually, I'm here to see if my daughter has tried to get in. My other daughter, Kate, is with Homeland and was wounded in a firefight. She was transported here. 
Her sister is bent on seeing her. I'm sorry to hear about your daughter, sir. I haven't seen anyone looking for their sister. I've been here since 0730. I'd like to leave this photo with you. Her name is Kelly Merritt. She'd be driving a white SUV with Maryland plates. I noted the tag number on the back here. If she comes, please contact the patient liaison officer. His phone number's below the tag. All right, sir. I'll direct her to the visitor's parking lot, right over here. I'll instruct her to wait for an escort. Thank you very much. The doctors have requested no visitors for Katie, not even me, until she's stable. Unfortunately, her sister can't accept that. I'm just trying to avoid a scene here at the gate. Very well, Colonel. I'll make sure she waits for an escort. Can I turn around in this lot here? Yes, sir. Good luck, Colonel Hawk. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Been a while since someone saluted me. Call from... Nelson. Answer. Nelson, got your message, but I've been on the road. What's up? Sora and I were wondering if you went to Walter Reed. I'm just now leaving. The gate guard has been on duty since 0730 and hasn't seen Kelly yet. She had a head start on you. She should have been there by now. My thoughts exactly. That's why I'm headed over to Kate's office. O'Neill has been apprised of the situation and is expecting me. There's a chance that Kelly may try to contact her. I'm sure they're monitoring her calls. There hasn't been enough time to authorize a tap, but they can see who she is calling. So far, she's been silent. Kelly? Silent? That's a new one. Yeah, it has me a little worried. When she was a kid, if things got quiet, you could expect a mess somewhere. How's your investigation going? We've located a van that was used in the bombing. We're tracking down leads now on possible replacement vehicles. My sources in Johannesburg have confirmed that the same person constructed the bombs there and here. Well, it narrows it down some. You just need to find someone who has recently traveled to both places. We're looking at that, and also anyone who recently traveled from St. Louis to Johannesburg. The bombs could have been made here and carried over there. Or made there and carried here. You've got your work cut out for you, my friend. Yep. Listen, let us know as soon as anything develops with Kelly. Will do. You keep me up on the investigation. You got it. Voice command. Say command. Call old work. Calling Baltimore Special Investigation Section. SIS Detective Mac. Horse Hawk. Detective, when did all this happen? Uh, Detective Hawk, last week. So what's the latest on Agent Hawk? Well, first of all, congratulations on the advancement. It's well deserved. Thank you, sir. And secondly, I'm retired, so Horace will do. Katie is in Walter Reed. They're taking good care of her. And as soon as she is stable, she'll go into surgery. My main concern right now is her sister, Kelly. Has she made contact with your office? Uh, not that I know of, sir. Is there any reason she should? The doctors at Walter Reed don't want any visitors right now. Kate's in an induced coma. Once she's stable enough, they will operate on her main injuries. Kelly was insistent on going to see her. Well, Kelly is MIA right now, so I'm trying to locate her. I thought maybe she tried to contact someone there. I haven't heard anything about her calling. I really don't know why she would call us. Because she's Kelly, a wannabe detective. She won't leave any stone unturned until she gets an answer she's happy with. It sounds like we can use her on the force. I'll call you if she makes contact. Thanks, Mac. Or should I say, Detective Mac. And again, congratulations on the promotion. Thanks. I appreciate that. Good luck with Kelly, and take care. Will do.
Alright partner, let's roll. We just got a lead from a used car dealer. Already? It may be nothing, but one of the dealers interviewed said that he made an unusual sale to two guys. I don't know the exact details, but we've been asked to investigate. Sounds like a plan. By the way, I just talked to Horace. Did he find Kelly? No. He called from Walter Reed and said she hadn't showed up yet. I would have bet money that she went straight there. Me too. He said he was on his way over to talk to O'Neill to see if she knows anything. Where do you think she could be? Your guess is as good as mine. Well, if it were me, I'd go to the scene of the crime. I'd want to see it for myself. Then, maybe research the news to see if there was a report of a shooting. It's DC. There's always something going on. You know the IDF would pick up a real life incident to piggyback their story. The thing is, finding one that would be along Kate's route. With enough digging, she could uncover the truth. It's about 10 minutes away. Take a left out of the garage. We should pick up the satellite. Acquiring satellite. Enter this address for me. I'm hoping whoever bought this vehicle gave a real name. They'd have to have proof of insurance and a valid driver's license. And if everything is valid, we should be able to eliminate them or make them a suspect. And, if it turns out to be fake, we've got ourselves some prime suspects. Mercury, taxi and hold short of the active. Report when in position. Ground, this is Mercury. Roger. So, did you get that big target painted on the side of the ship? Target? I'm afraid I don't understand, Captain. The big bullseye. If we're going to be sitting ducks out there, we should at least give them something to aim at. Oh, so you really didn't want a target painted on the ship? Uh, no. It was a joke. Copy that. Captain? Yes? What are ducks? Let's hope we don't find out, Tika. Ground Mercury holding short of the active. Roger, Mercury. Traffic on final. Hold your position. Wilco. Jocko, we have green lights on all attachment points. Are your men secured in the bay? Copy that. You have an ETD yet? We estimate our departure time will be very shortly. We have a small aircraft on final. Aircraft? They still use those around here? Yeah, there's some reenactment enthusiasts here. Looks like an old B-101 from the big war. Man, I can't even imagine what it was like to fly with a propeller. Those guys back then were crazy. Those fossil fuel-based jet engines weren't any better. It was like flying a controlled explosion. Mercury, you're clear for takeoff. Climb and maintain 10,000. Contact departure control on Alpha 6 when reaching 10,000. Mercury cleared for takeoff. We'll climb and maintain 10,000 and contact departure on Alpha 6 at 10,000. Everyone pull those seatbelts tight and prepare for departure. Copy that. Helmets on. Ha, this is the fun part. O2 flow good. Radio operational. Let's rock and roll. Positive climb rate. Wheels up, flaps up. Wheels up, flaps up. Level 
7000, departure, deep space. Roger, Mark Green. You are go for throttle up. Go for throttle up. Hold on to whatever you got back there. Hey, if you're gonna shake us this hard, at least let me hold on to a martini for later. No sweat, Barnsey. I got a new bar, remember? Once we clear orbit and establish gravitational rotation, I'm gonna teach you how to shoot pool, Jocko. I've been looking forward to this game you speak of, Nate. Listen, Jocko, if he starts off playing poorly, he's being nice. But if he puts some units on the table to wager... Don't worry, Agent Barnes. I know a con man when I meet one. Orbital insert. Alright, guys. Once around the planet, then we're off to Galaza. Or Galaza, your choice. Horace, please come in. Thanks for getting me in, Janet. So, what's the latest you have on Kelly? Like I told you on the phone, she hasn't shown up at the gate yet. The gate guard has a description of her car and a photo. He'll call the liaison we have embedded there if she arrives. Do you have anything? Even though we have IDF personnel embedded throughout the federal justice system, we don't have enough to warrant a phone tap. But, we can monitor all outgoing and incoming numbers to her cell, and post on social media. So far, she's been quiet. The only activity is an unanswered call from you. She hasn't made any post online. I didn't think she would. She's a smart cookie. Plus, she's pretty much a conspiracy theorist. She thinks Big Brother is watching. Well, it looks like we are. Horace, have a seat. We need to talk. Well, this sounds a little serious. What you got? A communication just came in from Nate. It's Kate, isn't it? There was an attempt on her life. What? In the hospital? I'm afraid so. Luckily, Nate was there and walked in on the orderly trying to administer a lethal injection to her IV. What happened? Dr. Coe had ordered the shunt valve to be closed as they were getting ready to operate on her. They were getting ready to change her meds. Nate caught the guy before he had realized that the shunt was closed. Let me take a wild guess. It was an embedded Hongan. Nate scuffled with him, but the Hongan managed to swallow a cyanide capsule before he could stop him. <sighs> I should have been there. No, you should have been right where you are. Here. Here to keep tabs on Kelly. The hospital went on shutdown and is doing a thorough DNA match on all personnel. The situation is well under control. Now, I don't know if the operation has been delayed, because of this, or if everything is on schedule. I have a feeling they will hold off to make sure she's stable. All of the chaos will certainly disrupt their schedule. As for Barnes and the rescue mission, they should be en route to Galaza as we speak. Honestly, Janet, I could care less about a rescue mission for some Chinese professor. I can understand that, Horace, but the mission must go on. You know that. I know, I know. My only concern right now is for my two girls. One is mortally wounded on some alien planet, and the other is a loose cannon. Concentrate on the loose cannon. That's something within your control. Let go of the things out of your control. You can't do anything about that. Concentrate on what you can do. I know you're right. Right now, I'm a bear and my cubs are missing. Thanks for your insight. Glad to have helped. So, Doc, how much do I owe you for this session? On the house. Now get out there and find Kelly. Well, well, gentlemen, welcome to Long's Used Cars. <laughs> when you're short, shop at Long's. Hey, now, what can I put you in today? 
That Mustang convertible is pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice? Friend, that baby has low mileage, a sports package, and beautiful chrome rims. You know, uh, I'd look pretty good in that. Now look, if this is your trade-in, we can't do much with it. But I know we can get some good financing. I don't think the government will let us trade it in. Special Investigator Nelson, this is my partner, Sorum. Oh. You guys hear about those two I sold a minivan to, aren't you? Yes. We'd like to ask just a few more questions. Um, the officer who first spoke to you said you had concerns about these two. Yeah, well, first of all, they came here on foot. They wanted something cheap, but <laughs> hey, everybody who comes here wants something cheap. So, what was so different about them? Well, they were dressed in nice suits, but really outdated ones. I thought, man, this ain't the day to be hoofing it in an old suit. Well, so far it sounds a little off. But what makes you think that they were suspicious characters? Well, they walked right over to this white SUV I had and said, We'll take this one. No test drive, no mileage questions, and the weirdest thing of all, no price dickering. Maybe it was the car they wanted at the price they wanted. Yeah, but when I started to discuss financing, one of them pulled out a fat roll of hundreds and paid cash on the spot. Cash? Now that is interesting. Do you still have the bills? You're going to take them for evidence, aren't you? We'll give you a voucher, same as cash, to deposit in your bank. Listen, pal, that ain't the same as cash. Those bills may have trace evidence on them. Now, if you like, you can wait until they clear evidence in this case and we'll return them. As slow as this judicial system is, I'll take the voucher. Do you have their info? And we'll need a good description. I can do better than that. I got surveillance video. Great. Take us to it. Sure thing. Hey, you positive you don't want to ride out here in that sweet Mustang? I'll make you a good deal. Excuse me, ma'am. May I help you? Where is Pierman? And you are? The one who was looking for Pierman and isn't leaving until she talks to him. Now where is he? Ma'am, this is a secure area. This is where we store evidentiary items. They must remain secure for chain of custody. No, that is where you store the evidence. This building says office. Is that where Pierman is? Um, do you have an appointment? I'm making one right now. Let me see if I can locate him. Who shall I say is here? Kelly Merritt. I'm Kate Hawk's sister. Oh, Miss Merritt, I'm so sorry about Agent Hawk, but I don't think Mr. Pierman can help you with anything. I think different. Pierman is an old friend of our father's, and he's known us since we were kids. If anyone knows anything, it would be him. I... I really don't know. Now, where is he? Oh, in here is he? But I didn't say anything. But your eyes did. Sir, I'm sorry, but I couldn't stop her. Kelly, what on earth? It's here. The Roosevelt Monument from Long Wharf. It's here. How? How? Now that Kelly has seen the stip, what will happen? Will Kate survive her surgery? Will the rescue mission succeed or fail? 
Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next edition of the Hawk Chronicles Exposure. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs. Practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.